Welcome. This is David Barris, President of the American Association of Bank Directors. The subject today is the role of your board, audit committee, in overseeing management's review of your bank's loan loss reserve in a period of transition and turmoil. Tom Milburn will join us to share his experience with these issues with numerous bank and bank board clients. Tom is a partner at the CPA firm of Yout Hyden Barber, or YHB. He specializes in bank auditing, taxation, and consulting. He's an expert in bank external and internal auditing and SOX fiducia compliance. He works with large regional public banks and small non-public banks on a range of issues. He's a regular speaker at banking association conferences and seminars. We welcome any questions or suggestions you might have. My email address is dbarris at aabd.org. All right, let's call Tom. Hello, Tom. Hey, David. How you doing? Fine. Tom, in, in this time of transition and uncertainty, what is the role of the bank's audit committee in overseeing management's review of the allowance, and does it change in challenging periods, and if so, how? Um, thanks, David. Um, before I jump into the answer, I just wanted to make sure that, um, you know, thank you and the association for, for inviting YHB to participate in the podcast. You know, we know you all do great work, and we're you know, really honored to be part of the, the series. And obviously, the allowance uh, topic is so timely, um, and working with directors and audit committees is one of our highlights um, as an auditor and a consultant for banks, so, so we really appreciate the chance. So, so the audit committee uh, role in the allowance during, during any challenging period, um, obviously the role of the audit committee has grown significantly um, in, in recent years, and it includes so much more than it used to, so much more than just you know, dealing with internal and external auditors like us. Um, now it involves understanding all kinds of risk, IT, compliance, legal, everything, and so many different skill sets. Um, and we could do a whole podcast on, on expanding audit committee roles, but today we're really just going to focus on the allowance. And, you know, this may sound strange, but my response is really that I don't see that the committee's role has changed. You know, the, the key components of what an audit committee is expected to do haven't changed. But obviously it's going to become magnified and, and much more challenging when the economy locally, nationally is struggling, and, you know, whether that struggle has anything to do with, you know, underlying components of the economy or it's just something like this, a pandemic, that we've never experienced before. Um, and, and the other piece of that, you know, is that honestly management's in a tough spot um, trying to generate that allowance uh, estimate. So part of your role may not just be complete oversight. It may be some, um, you know, collaboration, you know, as a key business leader in your local economy to be able to help management to, to um, and lend some expertise um, in, in developing their assumptions and, and things for the allowance mo model. So, so what I'd like to do is kind of take it in, I've kind of laid out what I, what I think are the, kind of the four key components of the audit committee's oversight role, and I'll, I'll try to look at it um, through the lens of the pandemic of those four roles. And the, what I'm kind of laying out of those four roles are understanding key financial estimates and how they impact financial reporting and regulatory reporting. Um, the second one is obviously oversight of internal controls and, and control procedures, and you know whether that's in a public company environment or a fiducia environment or just, just good key controls for smaller community banks. Um, and then third would be regulatory and outside auditor consideration. And then finally, you know, as a, as a audit committee and, and a board of director um, role to is resource allocation and making sure that management has the resources and expertise that it needs. So kind of jumping back into key estimates and, and the audit committee's role in that and whether it's you're calling it the allowance policy, methodology, calculation, you know, however you refer to it, your bank. 
but the first step is you know making sure um, as an audit committee member you understand the allowance calculation and hopefully that training and education has developed over the years or maybe management has intentionally you know done training and education for, for the board as to how the allowance works and I'm not talking about down to the brutal details of every spreadsheet cell but understanding what the key assumptions and drivers and pieces of the allowance are you know the, the historical um, the specific reserves, unallocated qualitative factors. Um, so understanding what those are um, in general and how they could be impacted in this environment. Um, and that gets harder, but making sure that, you know, when you understand what those key drivers are, then you can ask the good questions about how management has addressed those, you know, in their methodology. Um, the, other, the other, you know, key idea here is, you know, did management do anything different? Did they, change, did they have to change the methodology? Did the methodology not encompass what it needed to to be able to handle this you know, this pandemic environment. Um, so again, the committee's role is to understand, challenge, you know, the calculation methodology, not get into the weeds. Um, and hopefully, you know, in a second, you know, we'll talk about what, what we see as some good questions to ask to maybe get at how to, how to do that oversight role. Um, so again, understanding the judgments that impact the calculation and what kind of questions to ask to get at um, challenging the judgments and assumptions that, that have been made. Um, the procedures and controls um, aspect, the second, um, you know, those, those, you know, that kind of that process and control environment that develops the allowance calculation, um, making sure that you're having the conversation with management um, about that process. Did anything need to change? Um, obviously, in this environment, there's, um, you know, people, a lot more people are working from home, working virtually. Um, so did did we go through the the, the the good process that we that we always do to make sure that we have you know a sound control environment as we develop that? Um, and some of the other things that go with that, you know, are there, are there additional things um, that have been done this quarter in terms of monitoring for problem loans? You know, we everybody did a lot of payment deferrals, paycheck protection loans, um, and we all have highly impacted industries, you know, hotels. Um, Entertainment, restaurants, others that that you know we develop new reports. We have sound controls around those new reports and new things that we're taking a look at. Um, and then finally, kind of in that uh, procedures and controls. Obviously, most people have some type of internal or third-party loan review process. You know, do we need to take a look at that? Do we need to beef it up? Um, do we need to change its scope? Do we need to expand its scope? Should it look more at these you know problem um, or concentrations in, in industries that are that are most impacted. Um, as far as the third one, the regulatory and audit considerations, um, all the banking agencies put out um, FAQs and they continue to update them. So I, I recommend everybody take a look at those, those relevant websites and keep up to date on the FAQs. They cover so much more than just the allowance. Um, you know, credit monitoring, they include you know, compliance, operations, those sort of things. Um, but the, the focus on the allowance um, actually focused most on the March 31st calculation and not, not so much on June 30th. And at that point, they knew you know, the timing of when this hit was going was to make the first quarter calculation um, infinitely difficult. Um, so they asked for a good faith estimate then with the realization that the allowance probably would change material as more information came to light as we, as we got through 2020. I don't know that we're going to have a whole lot more clarity at, at the end of the second quarter, but we do have more information. We do have more metrics, um, you know, unemployment numbers, uh, maybe better valuations, impacts on our valuations that we can feed into the model. And those would be the kind of questions I would ask in that area. And then finally, resources and expertise. You know, in this time, you know, are, it, has it gotten complicated enough that, you know, does management need additional resources or tools to be able to do this appropriately? Um, kind of getting back to the loan review. Do we need 
you know, to reach out to the loan review or internal audit um, to help us with the calculation um, or, or to get more input as to how to do how to do that. So um, that's maybe a little too long-winded, but that was kind of what we see as the areas um, to take a hard look at um, in your role, your oversight role. Well, thank you, Tom. Um, my next question, I think you may have already answered it, uh, is if you were an audit committee member, what questions would you ask management? Right, great, another great question. Um, and I'm, I'm going to try not to throw these out there just kind of willy-nilly. And you know, and, and and with you, David, you know, you know, maybe we share these, but people don't have to get you know so crazy now trying to jot down a lot of notes. But I'm going to try to follow those kind of those. To, to try to be logical, I'm going to try to put these questions and sort of kind of be in a shotgun approach, put them in the categories that we talked about. Um, so the first one being the allowance is a key estimate. Um, and I'm just going to quickly throw up some ideas here for potential questions, but you know, I'd highly recommend that you listen to the podcast that my partner Kim Belcher did regarding so much more specific items in the allowance. Um, but some key, you know, some ideas for some questions. Um, you know, did management change the methodology, or did they work within the existing model? Um, what was the overall level of the adjustment that got made to the allowance that was related to, to the pandemic? And were there other adjustments that, that, you know, to break those down by what what really got impacted, like the qualitative factors, the unallocated, and how much was just from normal activity, and how much was from COVID? Um, is management using the most current data to support their their um, assumptions? Kind of getting back to the portfolio monitoring, that's a key thing here that's, that's maybe one of the biggest changes. You know, is management doing a more detailed analysis of the vulnerable segments of the loan portfolio, the, the hardest hit industries? How are they looking at past due? Do they have a separate list of the payment deferrals? Um, how has it impacted risk ratings? You know, those kind of tough questions. You know, how, how are we monitoring and how has it moved loans through our, our risk rating system? Um, Things like, um, you know, kind of getting in maybe a little more into the weeds, but the specific reserve. You know, have we taken a hard look on the, the impaired loans and the specific reserve calculations and the underlying collateral valuations and things that could have changed, you know, rent rolls, rent payments, underlying assumptions. You know, how do we compare to peers? Should we compare to peers? Or is there a reason why we're different? Again, kind of looking at the high level. Um, and making sure that, you know, our understanding of the methodology and the drivers, you know, if we input, just think about thinking about this logically, is it is it moving in the direction, obviously, it's going to go up, is it moving in that direction, but is it proportional to how far we think it should go based on the drivers? Um, and then one, you know, maybe kind of idea to throw out there, you know, is management done any kind of stress testing for future, um, for future quarters? Um, to give the, you know, obviously everything's very fluid right now, but to give the committee and the board some awareness of, you know, the future impact and ranges of the on the provision. Um, as far as procedures and controls, that part, um, again, what what things are we doing different? What reports are we looking at? And do we have adequate controls about how how we're generating those new reports? Um, were we able to follow our normal controls? You know, obviously, as we talked about earlier, with the work from home environment, the virtual environment, things are changing. Are the things that we did differently? But were we still able to follow through and have good, good controls over the process? Um, and then a good audit trail. I'm an auditor, you know, are with with some of the new assumptions and things that we're going to put it, put put into the model. Are we are we documenting those well enough that those can be followed and, and tested? Um, so the so so those sort of things. Um, as far as uh, you know. The, the regulatory considerations, you know, have, have we gotten any feedback? Have we asked for any feedback from our third-party loan reviewer, from internal, external audit of the regulators? 
Um, have those been discussed? You know, is that information flowing to the audit committee to make sure it's been considered? Um, were the auditors given sufficient time? Um, that's probably more for like our public companies that may meet with their their auditors on a quarterly basis to have have that conversation with the auditors. You know, were they given enough time to take a hard look at it? Were they involved early enough in the process to give to give feedback? And then finally, the resources um, allocation part. You know. You know, it's, this is the calculation is really difficult right now. You know, has management had enough time, and have they dedicated enough resources? Are there things that we need to advocate for them with the full board to get them what they need? Um, do we need some third-party help? Um, and then again, the discussion about the timing and the scope of our loan review process. Do we need to change it? Has it been changed? Um, are we focusing in the right areas, um, or, or do we need to just again change the focus and, and scope potentially of the of the loan review? I'm sure there are so many more questions that, that that our audit committee members could think of, but those are just some that you know we thought to throw out for for consideration. Um, and yeah, again, just a unique time that, that none of us have seen before. Well, Tom, uh, thank you again and very much for joining us today, and we'll see you soon. All right, take care. Thanks, David. Right, bye bye.